Okay, this is the second podcast. Oh boy, what a day. I'm going to try to stay focused today. I'm sorry if I wasn't focused last time. But uh, today is quite the day in L.A. You've got the women marching everywhere. Marching all across the world, really. My whole thing is in life is fair. Fair, fair, fair. Right? I like to be fair. One time I had a therapist and she was great. And she was just really smart little old lady and she canceled on me and my appointments for $400 and she goes I'm sorry honey I I can't do it something came up I'll reschedule right and then she goes I won't charge you well thanks for that thanks for that therapist and then she said, and then one time I canceled on her, and she goes, yeah, okay, that's fine. But you owe the session fee. So I had this whole discussion, and I said, how is it that you don't, you charge me, you don't charge me when you reschedule, or I don't get a free session, but I have to pay if I reschedule. And she goes, well, that's just the way it is. I go, but that's not fair. That's one-sided. And she goes, well, life isn't fair. And I said, that's not an answer. I'm not comfortable with that. And she goes, well, that's your choice. And then she got therapy on me. and goes, you have a lot of anger towards this. And I said, no shit, because you're not being fair. And she goes, life's not fair. Okay. Life isn't fair. But it is if you talk it out and get to a place where even if you don't go to common ground, you get to a place where you can understand why it is the way it is. And that's a huge thing that people don't do. They don't talk shit out. That's the biggest thing. So anyway, I stopped going to her because of that, because I thought she was a hypocrite. So today is the march for women. Yay, women! Pussy power! We matter too! Just a dick! Okay. I got, I saw so many women on the street hugging. Girl, we did. We got on there. We took that train down. By the way, I was at Dunkin' Donuts. These girls were going, oh my God. It took us an hour to get a train to go to the protest. The protest, the trains were backed up to going to the protest. We were late to the protest because of the goddamn trains. They were late. They were complaining about the protest schedule. That made me laugh at myself. I turn. I wake up this morning, and I turn on the TV. And who do I see but Madonna doing like the Maharishi version of Express yourself. <laughs> and she's doing, she's reading about how passionate she is about women's rights and pro-women. And she's so passionate about it 
that she's reading from a piece of paper. Her passion is on a piece of paper. That's how. From the heart there, Madge. Way to go. So, first of all, is this. I love Madonna. Okay? I don't love Madonna. I mean, okay, that sounds, that was a little gay right there. Can't say the word gay. I, I do like, I like, I love Madonna. I love her music. She's a great singer. She's a great dancer. I grew up being raised by Madonna. She was an awesome artist, pop culture, okay? But I find this confusing, and so maybe you can help me out there, that, tell me if I'm crazy right now, but the woman's movement that's today that's happening is all about the equal rights for women. Am I correct? And the empowering women. Am I correct? And the empowerment of women to not be looked upon as just a piece of meat. Am I right? The last thing you're supposed to see on a woman is her breasts in this movement. Am I correct? It's you look at the mind, you hear the opinions, you see the work challenges, you see the brains, the entrepreneurial skills, the ambition, the strength, but you don't see a pair of titties. Am I right? Is that what we're talking about? Was that what we're saying? And then I think it is that after you see all of these wonderful things, hey, if I got a nice pair and, a, you know, a, you know, if I look sexy and I got a, you know, a healthy derriere, then, hey, I'm winning too. And I can do it all in a pair of Manolos. Am I correct? Is that basically what this movement is representing? I think that's what it is. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Taking over the world and still having a, you know, a Jimmy Chew. Am I correct? So, if, and tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm crazy. But where I get confused is, how can you be non-sexualized creatures, only non-sexualized creatures, right? Because you're saying you're too sexualized. So you can be sexualized. What I, I think you're saying is you can be sexualized, but you can do all this other stuff too. Okay, that's what I believe this movement is. I'm not sure. But how can you start this movement of being non-sexualized if one of the de facto heads is a person who made her whole career about her sexuality. Now stay with me on this because I know you're going to come at me. But stay with me on this. Madonna is a great singer, a dancer, actress. She is great. Hits after hits. Fucking amazing, ambitious, powerful, entrepreneurial, strong. Madonna is all of those things. She is a good role model for a human. All right, let's just let's take gender out of it. It's, that's just a good human. She knows how to do things, okay? She's a go-fucking-getter. 
her whole M.O. was fucking sex. So the half a billion dollars that she made and it's in the bank account has to do with her sex and the domination of sex and using her sexuality. Yes, she sung about sex. Yes, she danced with sex. Yes, she acted and it was sexual. That's her whole M.O. Do you not understand how that is just walking into a wall? That cannot be the people you let speak. This is why people don't respect you. And I'm not saying women. This is why people are quietly laughing. You know why? Because you're not looking at it. Madonna cannot be the fucking speaker for your movement. And a lot of other people that we're talking, now. You know who should be? Carly Fiona, the CEO of Hewlett Packard. Steinem, who I did see there. Steinem is a wonderful figurehead of human beings, really, but also feminism. She did everything. You can't have Madonna do it. Because Madonna's whole thing was sex. That is it. And you stop me when I lie. Great entertainer. Smart. I I can't say enough good things about her. But she fucking used her pussy. The thing that you are saying you don't want to be known for only as is that's what she used to get ahead. That's it. But here's the thing. Let's go even deeper with this. And I try this as a joke and people hate it. And probably you're going to hate it. So I'm just going to try to do it out there. But it's a podcast. So if women don't want to make it all about the pussy, then don't hold back your pussy. Now, stay with me on this. First of all, all of these people are saying, grab him by the pussy. That's terrible, terrible. That's not even ergonomically correct. You can't even fucking do that, all right? You can't because you have to grab in. I mean, it just doesn't work. Hand slip off. It doesn't even work. So the statement was just bizarre in itself, the fact fact that people actually thought it could happen. You can't do it. But you're like, everyone is so-called offended by grab them by the pussy, but yet the whole movement was pussy power. Literally women wearing pink pussy hats and putting tampons up and writing stuff on tampons. Let me tell you something. That's a great way to start a movement. Write it on a tampon. Woo! Gotcha. I'm there. Let me, yeah. You know what? You're going to be mad when you need a fucking pad. One girl's going to be like, you have a pad? I don't know. I fucking used it on the goddamn wall. I left it on the wall. Fuck. Right? How many times did a girl go, hey, girl, you got an extra pad? No. Fuck! I left it on that fucking wall with a message for Mr. Trump. You can't use my pussy pad. Don't fuck with my pussy pad. Here's the thing. This is so deep. Let's see if you can stay with me on this, if this makes sense. There's so many one-way streets here. It goes back to wanting to go to heaven and not wanting to die. So let's say I take a girl out on a date. This has happened to me multiple times. And let's say at the end of the date, I'm feeling quite randy. A bit horny, baby. 
Not that I'm not the only one. Women also get very horny, baby. And I try to, like, mess around. I've had girls say, uh-uh. You gotta, can't have this. You gotta wait. Why? Mm, you gotta earn it. What? You gotta earn it. Okay, what, this is, what is this, fucking Costco? Do I need a fucking card? What is this? It's earn it. Right? First of all, that's a problem right there. Why is that a problem? Because you're putting a value on what? Your pussy. You don't want to make it all about the pussy, but you're holding back your pussy. Correct? So you're making that a thing now. You're holding it up and it's a thing. Does that make sense? So if you really don't want to make it about the pussy, why don't, first of all, why don't I have to earn your talking? Why don't I have to earn your ideas? Why don't I have to earn your heart? Why don't I have to earn, you know, you, um, you know, eating with me? Why don't I have to earn, you know, me picking you up? Why don't I have to earn taking you on a vacation? Why are all those things not earned? Why is it the pussy? I've heard women say, well, if you give it up right away and then men won't call you anymore. Well, first of all, that's terrible judgment on your part. If you have sex with a guy that doesn't call you back anymore, that's terrible judgment. And if I were you, I would go to judgment school. Number two is, if you, I've never had sex with a girl, maybe, I don't know, three times. No. I don't, not, never once have I never talked to her again or called her. Never. I might not have had sex with her again. I've, I've, I've had definitely some one-night stands, and some of them were just because I was leaving the country and I couldn't be there anymore. But sometimes it was just because I was like, well, I wasn't really, you know, it was a try, and we both did, and it was fine. But I was always nice, and they were nice to me, and it was sweet, and it was a one-night thing, and they went away. But if I liked the girl... Uh, I've, I would call, what? I don't know one guy that has sex with a girl, enjoys it, and goes, I ain't fucking, I ain't calling her no more. Fuck that. You know what happened? It was great. What'd you do? Well, fucked her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came in three seconds. Mm-hmm. Ain't calling her no more. Why? Can't. She gave me that pussy way too early. She gave it up. On the first night. Oh, that's disgusting. Who says that? Not one guy says that. Okay, let me tell you something. That's fucking wifey material. Okay? Any guy worth his salt does not think that's weird. And I'm not trying to say do that. But what I'm trying to tell you is let's talk about what your message is here. Okay? And by the way, it it, it is 100% that... You put you if you if one, because then if you make it all about the pussy, when it's not and then and then when you get the pussy, there could be so much pent up resentment and so much like this better be a golden pussy, right? And if it's not, then the guy's gonna be like, "Fuck that! I did all this, all this shit, and it wasn't. We didn't even have good sex. Whatever. I'm out." Or it could be resentful. Do you see what I'm saying? And if it's not all about the pussy, why is all these references today with all these marchers with pussy hats and tampons and I pussy? 
I get it. But I think that you have to make your cause. And the cause, in my opinion, and what do I know? I'm just a guy with two listeners. Is get, get women who are everything and sex is the last thing. Get that lady that, who talks like this all the time. I forget. She's the representative. And she's like, well, we're going to do this. I don't know. That lady hates Trump. I forget. That's your, that's your model. Okay? Okay? You got to take those women who are successful in other areas. And the last thing on the list is sex. Okay? You're going to have to do that. And then I think the movement will move. You know who fucks up your cause? Instagram. Asses. There is more women showing their ass on Instagram than kittens and puppies and cupcakes and fucking cool how-to videos. No. It's the ass people so if you want respect get all your fellow brethren to put their fucking pants on and their turtlenecks now you're gonna say oh well, well, hold on a second there what you want what, 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 me? i'm allowed it's my right to show my ass yes it is your right and god bless it and by the way protest all day by pulling your ass out. I love those types of protests. It is your body. Do whatever the hell you want. And if you want to take your top off, go for it. You got to understand how you, why people get annoyed with this. It's because women are fucking it up for women. I think the bigger question here is, we want equal rights. We want what men want. We want to be a man. Oh, God, I hope not. I really hope not, okay? I want you to have every goddamn right I do. Fuck, you can have more rights. Go for it. But please do not become a man. I don't want a man. If I wanted to be with a man, I would go fuck my trainer up the ass. Do you understand? So the question begs now is what is a woman? What is a woman? And I think that this is something that is ever changing, but this is what I think a woman is for me. And I think there's definitely some LMs out there, like-minded, who believe this. And there's probably others that may not agree. But a woman to me, first and foremost, is nurturing. Super nurturing. Warm. And loving. And supportive. And caring and strong and sweet and soft and now 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 somewhere along the line it doesn't mean let me say more ambitious all of these things make up a woman 
as you can see, I really love a soft, caring individual. Now, in the world today, if I were to say I like those traits in a woman, guess what? You like a doormat. You like a fucking doormat. You can't walk all over me. Got he take a tampon. And I believe that women want to be these tough, fucking take no prisoners. I'm gonna fucking yeah. I'm a woman, man. I'm gonna piss in on your face. I'm like yeah. I'm a woman. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, girls. You understand? It's okay. To be vulnerable. It's okay to cry and to be soft. You could be all of these other things. Do whatever you want. I, I, who am I? I'm nobody. But I'm just telling you, I feel that if I want someone who's soft and loving and sweet, there's a different thing between a female and a male. And a female is a female. There's class. There's grace. There's elegance. If you say demure now, it's like, oh, my God. You're putting me down. You want, you want to squash me. No, I'm not. There's women out there right now that are fucking yapping and big-mouthing. And I got to tell you, they're not getting your cause because they're not classy. There's ways to do things in a funny, classy, clever way, sexually, and be all of those things. But when you got women out there going, hey, fuck off. I don't like dudes to do that, let alone a soft, beautiful, fucking beautiful flower. Because that's how I look at women. I look at women as beautiful, sensual flowers. Who are smart. I'm sorry. The first thing I, I don't look at a woman and the first thing I think is, God, I, I wonder if she's good at calculus. I don't. I'm sorry. Is that bad? The first thing I don't think when I see a woman, I smell, I feel, I absorb. I love a woman's smell. Oh, God. It's so beautiful. I love their look, their hair, their eyes, their mascara, their black mascara, the way punctuates their eyes, their long, beautiful legs and tight jeans and calves. It's gorgeous. I never want to lose that. If I'm not allowed to appreciate that, then I'm going to Westworld. All I'm saying is do whatever you want, but know your cause, the purpose. Know who's representing you. you got to get a Carly Fiona out there if you want to push the message. A strong woman who made, did everything in her life and the last thing she relied on is sex. I don't even know what the march is about. Is it because Trump said grab him by the pussy? All right, let's somebody say Planned Parenthood, I think. Okay, let me explain something. Planned Parenthood ain't going away. Abortion will never be overturned. Are you out of your mind? Fucking, there's pygmies in fucking Gao, South America, going, no, no, I need my abortion. Okay, that's never going to go away. We're never going back to the back alleys. Yeah, there's going to be pushback. There's going to be this. There is no way that will ever happen. And if 
for some reason it did, which it never would. Technology is such at a place where birth control is so insane that everything is going to be able to be handled. But this, this now leads me into another section, which is Trump. Mr. Trump, President Donald John Trump. Donald John Trump. <laughs> he is now the president. Why do you why do you think he's president? Why do you think Donald John Trump is president? Because he fucking fooled you. He manipulated you. He fucking worked you like a fucking top. And you bought it. You bought into it. Don't you see Donald J. Trump, the president of the free world, is two things. People think he hates all this stuff and he doesn't hate. Here's what he doesn't hate anything. You know what he hates? fucking loose change in his pocket. He likes dollars. Number one thing that Mr. Trump is, President Trump, Trump, I call him President Trump, now you have to, because I don't want the fucking IRS up my ass. Whatever, you got to address him by Mr. Trump. Whatever he is, he's a fucking capitalist. He wants to make money on Monopoly. He wants all the houses and all the hotels, and he wants everything, and he doesn't even want you to pass go. He wants to fucking own everything and leave you with shit. And if you have it, then he's got all the power. Don't you see? It's so simple. Why do you think Trump gets butt hurt? When somebody says something and tweets at them. I've done that multiple times. He might do it more than me. He might do it more than me. And I'm a fucking sensitive Sally. Ooh, I said a female sensitive Sally. Wait a minute. Are you anti-woman? Jamie! I'm a sensitive Sammy. Okay, listen. Because Trump is inside a hurt little boy. Let's just look at this from a psychological point of view. He's a hurt little boy. So he went out, became a real estate tycoon, a casino tycoon. He's had massive hits and he's had massive misses, but that's what the successful people do in this world. You take huge swings. It's like a baseball. Sometimes you hit it out, you strike out. But that's what you got to do. You got to take chances. He then gets on TV. I mean, he's been successful in many areas. First of all, you cannot... You cannot, cannot disrespect what this dude has done. You may not like the dude. You may not respect that person or what he says, but you have to respect what this dude has done. Oh, you think he started with a lot of money. Okay, let's say he did. His dad gave him a million-dollar loan. It's a good start in the 70s. So it's like a couple million. You know how many people could piss that away? Drug addicts, lose it, fuck it up, go away. He became a successful real estate mogul, then a reality star, and now with no fucking previous, previous experience, is the leader of the free world. Are you fucking nuts? This guy should be teaching fucking how-to classes every night at UCLA Extension. 
Are you out of your mind? That's incredible. I don't care if you hate the guy. You have to look at that and go, holy shit, this guy is insane. I mean, he's like Arnold, but even on more steroids. Arnold Schwarzenegger is insanely amazing. An immigrant who conquered three different worlds. Well, Arnold fucked his man. He's another misogynist. Yeah, we'll get to the misogyny in a minute. Listen, what I'm trying to tell you is... The only reason Trump ran for president, everybody knows this who's in the know, is he wanted more fame, more attention, and more power and money to make deals. In my opinion, Trump's going to do one of two things. He's going to shake shit so... It's three things, actually. We're going to be at war in about 48 hours, World War Three. That's number one. Number two, he's going to change everything so much and it's going to be all unrest and he'll actually do a good job and a lot of people are going to change their tune. Or three, he's going to get caught doing some double dealings and doing some, you know, some deals to help his businesses and he'll get impeached in a year and a half. Remember I said that. Those are the three things. You know, the couple of thinkers I talked to said in a year and a half he's gone. He's going to get too ambitious. He's going to be... Like Napoleon, do one, two self dealings. Here's the thing, though. I get so, I, 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 I just marvel at what people are so fucking offended by Trump. It sounds like I'm pro Trump, but I'm not. And, and, you know, you're gonna, you'll judge me, but I didn't vote for either. So you can probably judge me, but that's a whole other podcast because I think voting is completely. Bullshit. And if you think your vote matters, then tell that to Hillary people because she had two and a half million more votes and she did not win. So completely the people wanted her and she still lost. The electrical college is electoral college or whatever. It's fucking electrical, whatever. I fucked that up. But. And plus, my thing is that money runs the government. That's it. Corporations. Mars candy bar. All the people giving money. It's my opinion. But if you listen to enough people, I believe that. Here's the thing. Trump went on, and this is how he won. He said things very right away that were incendiary. Incendiary, is that the word? In whatever. He polarized people with these crazy statements that no one would say, right? Which, fucking awesome TV. Right? Then... People believed it. So people on the right, you know, believed it. Or like, I'm going to vote for him. And people on the left were abhorred, aghast, aghast. Right? And he fucking then just fucking, what's the simplest way, man? It's the simplest, oldest thing. Read Machiavelli. Machiavelli, divide and conquer. Take people away. Don't unify them. Separate. And then fucking pick them off. One at a time. It's the oldest trick in the book, guys. He fucking machiavelli you. He worked you like a fucking hooker on Atlantic City Boulevard at 2 a.m. No condom. The reason I didn't vote is because none of my candidates I liked were in there. I liked Bernie Sanders. I thought he was the most sensible. I don't know if I would have voted for him, but he seemed pretty sensible. But I don't know enough. 
So I can't say I'm not, but I, I know I believe something about human nature. But what do I know? The other thing is, people think Trumps hate Mexicans. Tell me if I'm crazy. When Trump said, Mexicans, whatever he said, they come to the country, they're rapists, they're blah, blah, whatever he said. He wasn't talking about all Mexicans. Jesus Christ. Are you fucking five years old? He was talking about fucking the cartels. Does he have to spell it out for you? He was saying a lot of illegal immigrants, i.e. our Mexicano brothers, some of them, a lot of them, most of them, the illegals coming in are rapists. Now, is that true? No. Are there bad guys that come from the fucking borders of Texas and South fucking Texas and then are cartels? Yes. Are people being beheaded on the other side of the fucking border? A hundred percent. People are being fucking killed left and right. Do you want them in your yard? I don't. I don't. But I ain't also kicking out fucking Jose down the street. Because Jose and me are cool. That's another thing. No one's getting fucking tossed. I mean, there may be some people with shady papers and such, but he was saying the bad people, the bad people, not the fucking all, but I guess he should have said, you know, certain Mexican immigrants that are cartels, are bad and they're rapists. And he wasn't that specific. But anybody, I think, with a two-second of a fucking half-developed brain go, okay, he's talking about those guys. But Jesus Christ, people took that and ran with it. And that's how he won. He won because he said things that fucking polarized you and you either with him or against him. But this was all for entertainment. He's doing it to get more famous. And you bought into it. And one other reason why he won is because the people that hated Trump judged anybody who liked anything he said. Not even if they liked him at all, but just said, oh, maybe he said something positive. They judged those people so hard that all of those people went into hiding. So here's what it is. It's like this. I'm wearing fucking a blue dress. And some girl comes up to me. I'm pretending I'm a girl and says, mm, you're wearing blue? I hate that blue dress. And I said, well, okay. But secretly, I, I don't mind the blue dress. I didn't hate it as much. I didn't like it as much as you hated it. But now that you hate it so much, A, I'm not going to wear my blue dress around you. B, I'm not going to call you as much because you judge me so hard on the blue dress. And C, I'm going to secretly wear this blue dress and try to fuck your boyfriend in it. And that's how Trump got elected because the people who voted for him are fucking your boyfriend. Does that make sense? Because if you... Here's the whole thing. The Hillary people... Or whatever, the left, whatever it is. I don't even know what to call it. When they go low, we go high. 
That is the biggest crock of shit I ever fucking heard. Here's the simplest thing. What's the first thing fucking people do from all these snarky bloggers? They made fun of Trump, the first thing, many things. But they just said, oh, look who Trump has with the Republican National Convention. Antonio Sabato Jr. and Chachi. Look who we got. We got Beyonce, Katy Perry, blah, 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 right? So already yours was better because Trump didn't have people in your eyes that you deemed were celebrity enough. Don't you understand, A, that's another completely hypocritic message because you said when we go, then they go low, we go high. No, you fucking went low because you did that. And two... Who are you to judge if you don't, you don't want to be judged, but yet you're the most judgmental people. So then people secretly go, okay, they hide their real intentions. They go underground and then they fucking go against you because they secretly hate your guts. I think a lot of people voted for Trump because they just hated the other people because how annoying they were. And that's why you're in a pickle. This whole thing leads me to the topic of elitism. And I know you heard this word a lot. But it's a really simple topic and a subject. And it's, you know, you hear it because it makes sense. But let's just break it down and make it even simpler. Elitism is just basically two things in my opinion. Three things actually. Elitism is nah, 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 nah. Elitism is I'm better than you And the second thing it is Is you're wrong So I'm better than you And you're wrong You know that opinion that you have Not only Are you dumb for having it? You're wrong. And I'm better than you because my opinion is better. Do you understand how dividing that is for the people that say they want to be so-called united? People who want all these equal rights and all of these things, you need to get your fucking flock together because you got a lot of haters. A lot of haters. And what it is is you have a lot of judgmental people. And the whole thing is you can be judgmental all you want, but you can't claim it and stand on that you don't want to be judged when you're judging You can judge all you want, but then you got to let people body shame your group. You got to let people sexify your group. You got to let people do all this different shit to you. And if you don't, then you got to let, you got to stop judging them. Come on, you see it every day. Elitism. Elitism is just insecurity. It's the reason why a reality star is our president. Even though he lives in a very elite bubble, he somehow talked to the common man and had their ear more than the elites did. 
this happens in life all the time. It's just, it's the biggest, the biggest, it's like this Westworld loop about how they say we're always on these loops. And people want to be taken seriously. They want, they don't want to be judged and they, they want to be unified and equal rights for everything, right? But yet, if somebody says something that they don't agree with, not the, the adult way would be this, the most, Mature way would be, you know what? I hear your opinion. I totally disagree with you. Um, but you have the right to that opinion. And I'm going to fight for my cause my way. And I don't agree with you. That, that would be the correct way to do it. But a lot of people are going, wait. No, because you're a fucking idiot. Oh, no. You're a fucking... You're a stupid... You're this, you're that. And then you denigrate, you character assassinate these people. And then they're going to fucking bicker back at you. Don't you get it? Let me tell you something. Character assassination is the oldest trick in the book. It's Bush League. But it works on two special occasions one when your back's against the wall and it's the last resort and two when you're confronted with a truth that you can't refute in a nutshell in my opinion if you want to have this movement You can't have these people in your movement. You can't have the Madonnas. You can't have Lady Gaga protesting the night that Trump won from a Bentley. You can't. You can't have Michael Moore out there because he has his own agenda. You have to have real people. Get rid of all your celebrities. They're hurting your cause. I'm telling you, it just makes people even more fucking annoyed. Because at the end of the day, when Madonna reads her speech and sings Express Yourself, do you know what she does? She goes back to her $15 million penthouse. And you know where you go back to? The subway. And you take it all the way to fucking Brooklyn or Cleveland or wherever the fuck you live. Madonna has a driver pick her up. You get it? That's called... That's called... Rent-a-cause. That's like, I'm only there, I'm here to say it, I'm with you, and I'm bouncing. And you know what? I think a lot of celebrities, when they go on and fucking do it, they do it for the press. I'm sorry. You're not going to like that, are you, celebrities? You do it for the press. It's what we call a good look. If they cared about your cause, they would go and fucking live with you in your apartment. They would help you. They would invite you over to fucking dinner. They would give you a ride home in their car. They would get you on their jet. That's what they would do, guys. Let them get in get in their fucking jets. Hold people accountable. Get in their cars. Go to their houses. 
Work a plan. Do it. Borrow a tampon from Madonna. Make Madonna give you a tampon. Have her take you to coffee. I'm serious. I'm fucking serious. You want to break down the laws of this shit? Then people got to fucking do it. They got to go to the supermarket without a bodyguard. If not, they can't get involved. You need the fucking nice girl who's a school teacher, the woman who's starting her own business, has a coffee shop somewhere in Kansas City, and is like, figured, you know what, I'm going to get off the corporate grid. That's who the heroes are. That's who you need. Get rid of your celebrities. It's just, it's annoying. It's annoying to a lot of other people in Hollywood as well. They're not going to say it. When I see a homeless person in front of Starbucks talking to himself, I don't look at him and avoid him. I mean, that's not true. Sometimes I avoid him. Other times I give him money. Other times I might get in their shouting mask because they holler at me. That's a whole other thing. I look at that homeless person and I say, that could be me. Okay? We're all a move away from being fucking babbling crazies in front of Starbucks. You don't think you are? I got news for you. You take away your little dumb job. You take away your little dumb apartment. And what you think your life is and maybe your marriage, maybe it's real, maybe it is really good, maybe it's not. Maybe there's a lot of lies there that you're not aware of. We're all a move away. Why do I say that? Because the world is getting incredibly technologically advanced, super convenient. So people say they want to understand each other or say they want to be heard, but they don't. They don't. They want what they want. We're becoming more and more selfish and self-involved. I don't want to seem selfish. I don't think it's bad to be self-involved as long as you're not hurting people. I don't think that's fair to call somebody selfish. If you want what you want and you can get it, then fucking good on you. That's good. You get what you want. Don't hurt me. Don't steal from me. But if you beat me out in society for something and, hey, man, it's all fair. You did it. And the thing is, though, why am I saying this? Is because we're entering a phase that is unlike none other. And I know people say that, but it, any futurist I listen to or tech person I talk to, doctors. Listen, a doctor just did a procedure on me yesterday. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's so incredible. I feel like I can lift a building. And he's like, this is just the tip of the iceberg, Jamie. You're going to be fucking Wolverine soon. What I'm telling you is we're going to be living in the land of super, super convenience. And we're really not going to need each other. This is what this whole rant boils down to. Is we are not going to need each other. And that's a whole other podcast I'm going to do about compartmentalization. But women are going to be able... To use men just for their needs. 
and men are going to be able to use women just like you use Uber. And women are going to be able to use their friends just like they use Yelp. And just get what you want from people because you're going to be able to get everything you want and you're going to be annoyed. So the only thing we can do, but you will see that when you go to a coffee shop, they've got a ton of people in there. You ever notice you walk into a coffee shop and everyone is on their computer and their headphones, which is so annoying, but yet they do it in a public place. Did you ever wonder why that is? Did you ever think about that? I think about that all the time and I talk to psychologists about it. And they say, because we're a communal being and we want to be near people, but in our own space. So that's what you're seeing. When you walk into a coffee shop, that is the, the what is the word, the diagram, the picture, the, that's the symbol of the future. People are going to be near each other, but they want to do exactly what they want on their own time, and they only want to approach you when they feel they can get what they want. And you're going to find out that a lot of our Interactions before this technology was based on need. And you're gonna not gonna like it. But a lot of things with human beings before technology was need, necessity. And now that we're gonna have abundance, how close are we really gonna be?